It's MKFM. Delighted to be joined this afternoon by Denise Higgins, partner and head of the care team at Woodfinds Solicitors. Denise, how are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Very well. Lovely to speak to you. Um, first of all, tell us a little bit about your role, head of the care team. What did the care team do at Woodfinds? Um, so we specialise in assisting parents and children who've been, um, who are involved with social services. So that means being potentially being taken away from their parents' care. So we get involved at an early stage to assist them throughout the court process and at pre-proceedings meetings as well. Right, yeah. And we're talking primarily today as Christmas is only a couple of weeks away. Um, what considerations might there be for child arrangements around Christmas? I imagine it's quite a stressful time for some families. It is. Um, the festive season can be dampened by disputes and tension arising over contact and how a child's time should be divided. And naturally, obviously, both parents want to spend equal time with their child over Christmas. Yeah. So it can be difficult for some parents to juggle that. Um, we always advise that in most cases parents should hopefully resolve things between themselves Um, but if not um, they can seek the assistance of mediation or negotiation via solicitors or even court proceedings but we would say that's the last resort because usually the judge will determine that a child should spend as equal time with uh, a parent over the Christmas period. So uh, these are for families that are already separated we assume but they're trying to decide what the plans are for the kids during the Christmas period. Yes, so for separated parents, mm. um, and, we, and what we usually say is it's it's helpful to map that out in, say, a timetable, just so that there is no confusion between the parents and the child. Most importantly, knows which parent they're spending time with over what is a really important period for the whole family. Yeah, and how how would this process start then? If you're if you are separated, where would you start in uh, deciding what will happen with your children over Christmas? Um, we would say the starting point would be to draw up a timetable in advance of the Christmas periods, which will help to avoid any miscommunication and confusion about who the child spends time with. It allow each parent to join plan activities in advance and make the most of their time with their child. So we we would urge uh, direct communication as the first first thing and if, if agreements cannot be reached thereafter then then as stated mediation or even court um, solicitors uh, involvement we hope to we always advise mediation as the first port of call if there is an initial disagreement between the parents yes presumably you want to try and solve any sort of situation like this amicably, amicably i assume absolutely yeah uh, yes. if it is it's always it's always advisable to to agree arrangements amicably between both parents. Yeah, let's say that doesn't happen. Maybe the the two parents aren't speaking to each other or whatever. What would be the next stage? Mediation would be the first stage because that because they're an independent body who become involved and liaise with both parents individually to uh, arrange a joint meeting. It doesn't always have to be a joint meeting. It, it could be individual. Um, initially and then bringing the parties together um, in, in the same room hopefully but if that's not possible then then shuttle mediation in dif- where parents are in different rooms is also an option if things are really difficult between the parents. Cool and we're, we're framing this today around plans for Christmas but I guess this, apl- this applies to any sort of dispute at any time of the year as well. Yes indeed. What sort of form does mediation take? It's usually a local mediation service, so um, it would bring the parents together in the same location, usually, um, which works better rather than than any remote form of meeting. And does it help sometimes having that advice? Do do mediators advise 
No, they no. don't okay. advise. They offer guidance. They don't right. offer legal advice. Um, the lawyers offer the legal advice, but they do certainly assist in trying to encourage the parents to reach an agreement between them. So they wouldn't even say, even if the even if the mediator thinks that one party is being particularly unreasonable, they wouldn't share their view on that. Um, they 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 might share their view um, in a neutral way sure. that um, the parent needs to needs to maybe rethink their request their, their, their decision yeah. and their views. Yeah. Um, but certainly for any in depth advice specifically in relation to their their their, their position on the arrangements, then then legal advice is usually the um, the best option thereafter. And the mediator usually will know if there is really no room for agreement. But yeah. if, if they're, they're, they're near about and they, uh, an agreement is, is, is sort of near, near, near on can be reached, then the mediator would usually assist with that. Okay, yeah. And that... draw up an arrangement in a, in a parenting plan for right. the parents to take away in writing. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, we hope it doesn't come to this, but worst case scenario, if mediation hasn't worked, then what's next? Um, after mediation, um, the next step would be negotiations via solicitors. So that would usually be direct correspondence to see whether agreement can be reached at that point. And if not, then it would then involve one party issuing a court application for a child arrangements order. And if a dispute like this goes to court, what sort of factors would the court consider when trying to make a decision? The court, there's various factors that the court consider. It depends upon the age of the child. The older the child, the more that their wishes and feelings are taken into account. But the starting point usually for, for, the, for the judge is for the child to spend as equal time with each parent as possible over um, special occasions. Um, that, that there is there's not um, a favour of one parent over the other. Mm-hmm. So it is about equality for the parents spending time with their child over certainly the Christmas period. But that applies to all other special occasions throughout the year as well. Yeah. Would a child's view or a child's preference be taken into account in any way? Depends. As I say, on the age, yeah, the older right. child, the more likely the wishes and feelings are to be taken into account. For instance, a teenager. Yeah have very strong views about with which parent they wish to spend their time with so so the court will be guided in certain circumstances in relation to that child and their wishes and of course um, siblings as well that's important consideration as part of the family arrangements because there might be other children as well so um, there's lots of different factors that that come into play but um, certainly yes the older the child their wishes and feelings are, are, are highly considered yeah, of course. And how long can all this process take? I mean, if, if if there's a family having a dispute now, would they be able to get a court settlement in time for Christmas? An urgent application could be issued, yes. Um, and the court does deal with urgent uh, child arrangements about Christmas contact. So it is possible to lodge an application before the Christmas period. Um, yes, it, yes, in answer to your question, that it, can be done. But... Um, the earlier that um, arrangements can be agreed, the better. And of, of course. course, once the parent knows in good time if there's going to be a dispute, then there's enough time to, to take the necessary course. And mediation is usually the um, first step in any event. But um, given the proximity now to Christmas, an urgent application could be made so the court has enough time to deal with that. Very, very interesting. It's one of those situations that you hope you'll never have to be in. But if you are, it's certainly good to know the process and and how it works. Uh, If anyone needs support with 
anything that we've discussed today, presumably they can reach out to Woodfinds directly. How would they do that? Uh, yes, they can do. Um, yes, we are based, our family team are based in three offices. There's one in Milton Keynes, we have one in Bedford and one in Cambridge. So if anybody does need any assistance, then please contact our family law team for further advice or assistance. We have an email, which is familylaw at woodfinds.co.uk or on our telephone number, which is 0344-967-2505. Brilliant. Uh, Denise Higgins is partner of Woodfinds and head of the care team at Woodfinds Solicitors. Denise, thank you so much for your time in explaining what is rather a complex process, but I feel like you explained it very well. So thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Michael.